Small City Life is a series of podcasts produced in collaboration with the St Albans and Harpenden Review. Here's Marissa Laycock. 66 Book Club. We arrive at an industrial unit in Hemel Hempstead. 66 Book Club is UK's largest leading book wholesaler specialising in clearance and remainders and stocking over 15,000 titles. Once a month they open to the public for a weekend. I heard about 66 Book Club in the St Albans Now magazine back in August. I put the September weekend date straight into my diary with the promise of a 70% discount on the cover price of all books sold and only costing £2 to join. We get into the socially distanced queue wearing our face coverings and are welcomed with a smile. We're given a basket and asked to head straight up the steps. We reach the top of the stairs to a humongous warehouse crammed with what looks like a zillion books. The storeroom is vast with floor-to-ceiling shelving units. Customers are zigzagging their way through each aisle and trying to keep out of each other's way exploring shelf upon shelf of every type of book imaginable, every genre that you could conceive of. It's so engaging to flit from sci-fi to romance, from history to sociology, then to the classic literature stock that gradually turns into best-selling novels. As they are remainder books, I enjoy discovering some of the more secondary works of well-known authors. My basket grows heavier as I wander through each aisle, as it's hard to exercise any self-discipline. My husband's basket includes Jack Kerouac's On the Road and Gabrielle Garcia Marcus's 100 Years of Solitude. In our enthusiasm, we wander off in different directions, quite happy to lose each other a few times, as we have no intention of encroaching on each other's book Wonderland experience. It's not the sort of place where you linger and chat about the books you've chosen. It's more of an immediate hunter-gatherer experience, and later tonight, when we're more relaxed, we'll have a look at each other's finds. You have no idea what will appear on the next shelf, from Jules Verne, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, to Noam Chomsky's Profit Over People. But that's the thrill of it. It's random and not all laid out for you. I find things that I have no idea I wanted. In fact, I've forgotten what day it is or what I did this morning. I'm immersed in the power of now seeking and searching. This is what it must be like to walk around an Amazon warehouse. It's a strange shopping experience. No customer service, no book recommendations by staff. Customers are not sure when they'll be here again, so they pile more and more books into their baskets. Everybody is in a good mood and intrigued by such a wide selection of random books. I could spend hours and hours in here. It's fun. The choice is vast and the books are literally brand new. They are stored in flat piles and some of them slightly crackle as I peel them from a pristine pile that has never been separated before. Of course, the younger generation is switching to e-readers and to their phones, but not today. When I look around, most customers are under 35. It's a young crowd enthused and animated by generous discounts. I wonder if a new trend is beginning. The relentless rise of e-commerce has not appeared to have destroyed the printed bookselling industry. Young readers continue to love the physical form of printed books. In a world where so many of them are struggling to get jobs, heading to huge bargain warehouses could be the new way to shop. With e-books taking a hold over the last decade, booksellers have had to up their game, sleekly defining the shop floor environment into a well-ordered light and airy layout, providing customers with armchairs and coffee shops, 
introducing activities and events to improve customer experience. After all, Managing Director of Waterstones, James Daunt, reminds us, there are limits to the online experience. Booksellers aim to keep surprising customers, keeping things fresh, chatting with them and building their trust, entertaining and engaging their audience, merchandising the shop window. It's true that local bookshops can provide a sense of community, and this is possibly going to become more important as the world becomes more and more digitised. However, in these post-COVID times, the idea of a dusty old warehouse selling remainder books at ridiculously reduced prices has huge appeal. Given the looming recession, customers simply require a wide selection of books and getting good value, happy to cut the glitz and glamour of retail showmanship if it means buying 10 classic paperbacks for £30 instead of £100. I'm enjoying the freedom of picking anything up and not worrying about neat displays or being observed by a bookseller. I pick up a few books for my daughter like the biography of Alexander McQueen, Blood Beneath the Skin, the graphic novel of Stieg Larsson's The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. I have a selection of books in my own basket, Love Poems by Pablo Neruda, Black Venus by Angela Carter, The Beauty Myth by Naomi Wolf, and Landmarks by Robert McFarlane. Booksellers are traditionally linked to their publishing houses, which was a complex combination of commerce and culture, so purchasing a book is not like purchasing a vase, it is a cultural pursuit. Literature honours the story-makers, the time-travellers, the dreamers of dreams. Terry Pratchett once said, books bend space and time, thereby expanding our minds and connecting us to a global culture and beyond. Tapping into a colossal reservoir of literature, absorbing knowledge, thoughts and inspiring ideas elevates our minds. Books that took years to write and perfect are literary gifts to us all. Books that underwent hundreds of edits and revisions. Books that were rejected by hundreds of agents and publishers. Books like Lady Chatterley's Lover that was subject to court cases. Or like Stephen King's Carrie rejected over 30 times before going on to sell over a million copies. Our baskets and budgets have reached the max, so we agree to come back again in a month or two. We join a queue which leads to the checkout. The staff are standing behind desks, adding up each customer's books manually with calculators. Our books are then piled into a box. We leave with more than we can carry. I can't wait till next time. I'll start in the basement and treat myself to a few coffee table fashion and interiors books. It'll be the start of my Christmas shopping. Small City Life is a series of podcasts produced in association with the St Albans and Harpenden Review. To find more of our podcasts, go to radioverulam.com. And if you'd like to support our podcasts, please go to radioverulam.com slash donate. Thank you.